and we're not wizards. We are the best. And also, we're not wizards. Enjoy the show. Bye. Hello, it's me. Yeah, I know. I usually do the welcome to We Are Not Wizards. My name's Richard and I'll be your host for February. But this one's a bit special because way back in the 13th of February uh, 2016, there was a podcast that went out into the ether called We Are Not Wizards. Um, It was in a different format at the time. But in the last seven years, we have had hundreds of people guest on the show. We've talked about lots and lots of games um, and I've had an awful lot of fun. So it made sense to get back one of the first guests that we had on the show when we got started and hear a talk about his new game expeditions is rather wonderful, rather fantastic, Mr. Jamie Stegmeyer. But two more things. The first thing is to say thank you to everybody who has listened, who old and new. Not as a new age, but when you started. People have stuck by us, people that have found us, people that have stood by us, people that have helped us, people that have let other people aware that we even exist. We just want to say thank you very, very much for your ongoing and continued support. And secondly, remember... We're many things, but we're not wizards. And now, on with the show. First thing I've got to ask, okay? First question, can you sing? Can I I am a terrible singer. I'm I'm punching the air because I was was terrified. (laughs) I was terrified. I was terrified you were going to be one of these triple threat people. And it's like, I can't sing and then start tap dancing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so is that the big three game design game design uh, t- dancing tap, and singing tap dancing and singing <laughs> it's like the, the ultimate kind of triple threat successful crowdfunding and marketing um that just it doesn't it just doesn't it doesn't mean anything at all but if you came on and you, <laughs> you just came on and you just say out of the flames of fire i'm jamie stegmeyer i have a certain visions so that's why I'm bringing expeditions in, <laughs> in July. And you could have like done you it. You might be the, the triple thrower oh, over here. No, 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 no. Because I, I don't do board game design. So okay, just just the double so threat. So I can't go. dance either. So I'm really just barely a threat at all. You just <laughs> do you know they say don't talk to your heroes because they just like the scales <laughs> kind of fall away and it's like <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, because that would have been annoying. Just kind of like going, what you can sing and dance and design board games as well. So, um, no, no. how are you doing, anyway? You well? Are you good? Is everything good at, um, at Stonemaier Towers? Yeah, yeah, things are going pretty well. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think the the world isn't going well lately, but my life is good. I am very fortunate. Um, yeah. I have a a cat off screen here who 
who desperately wants his dinner. What's so the he's, cat? He's... What's the cat? Is that what the ha- is that what you're like? I'm limited to time because if I leave it over a certain amount of time, <laughs> literally the cat, the cat's gonna launch launch itself. Jamie, you Stig- might see that he just drags me off camera here. Yeah, Jamie Steg, my kind of R.I.P. Kind of. Um, he's very I, food motivated. Yeah. Is that is that why you've not done a game based around kind of? Were well, you going to do a game based around cats? I mean, is I Frank West stolen that thunder? Yeah. I mean, you know, because Fra- <laughs> I think Frankie's done that. I think there's no nobody else can do kind of like a, a board game about cats now because anybody will be going, oh, you're copying West then. That's what you're kind of doing. It, uh, it doesn't get better than Isle of Cats. I, I love Isle of Cats. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. If, does Frank even have cats? He never talks about cats. So I, I don't even know if he actually has any cats. Is he like, you know? is this how good he is at marketing is the fact that he picked a niche subject that he's not actually interested in? It's kind of like me and board games. It's like I'm not really interested in board games. I'm just interested <laughs> in people, which means that I'm kind of interested in actually kind of kind of speaking to speaking to folk as well. Um, which yeah, is it's like me and wine too. I designed a game about <laughs> wine making that that's done quite well, but I don't I don't really drink wine. So I don't like a drink cider. wine. Doesn't sing. Doesn't dance. Does, design yeah. designs board games. Yeah. Why am I even on this podcast? When, I'm not, I've just got to ask these questions. Yeah. What I, the other question <laughs> that I've got right? The other question that I've got is: Do you have multiple colors of that orange T-shirt? Do you have multiple versions of it, or do you, are you just like? Are you kind of like? Who is it they said? Your man Albert Einstein, who literally had the same the same mm-hmm. outfit. I wasn't going to say like Jeff Goldblum in The Fly, because because <laughs> that takes us down a completely different kind of expedition, you could say. But do uh, you have do you have do you have an entire rainbow selection of the Stonemaier T-shirts, or do you just have like five copies of the orange one? I essentially just have five copies of the orange one, but. Oddly enough, like every time that we made it, at least all the shirts that I have, they're mm-hmm. from different, we went through a few different companies and a uh-huh. few different materials. And so every, like this one's a little more peachy yeah. and one's like bright orange and yeah. one is slightly less orange. So they're all very slightly different colors of orange. And then I have a gray one too. And they're, they're kind of, that's kind of, oh, it's not, it's close to the orange of the, the Stonemeyer orange. I take it you've got the Pantone for that close. kind of orange. And you're currently wondering why are we talking about t-shirts and not talking about kind of expeditions? <laughs> um, yeah. In all, right, in all, in all, in all seriousness, here I go, try to be like you know proper and stuff like that. Has there been the side itself had a couple of expansions? You know, your invaders from afar yeah. and the rise of Fenrir. You know, obviously, I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm telling you the games that you've made and released. Like, yeah, yeah, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I, made, I made those games. I got them out there. Um, how long was it just gesticulating in your mind about saying, like, actually, let's rather than just expand? Because I, I think you could continue yeah. to expand the scythe kind of game and people would be like, yeah, give me, give me, give me some. You know, it's like lasagna. You just put another bit of lasagna on top and you get more lasagna. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I've got you thinking about that. You can't cut yeah, a lasagna. Can't lasagna. You, can, you can't cut a lasagna in half and not have half a lasagna. You still, <laughs> you still have a lasagna, just without the cheese on top. But when was it you moved around from? Right, okay, we've got to. I'm going to stop thinking about just adding on extra bits, whistles and bells yeah. to the scythe, and actually think about kind of stepping forward with the next phase in the the kind of the scythe journey. When did that kind of happen? 
Well, it's kind of two answers because one was I I decided at a certain point that we were done making new stuff for Scythe. I, I didn't want it to overstay its welcome. Yes. And people still, like, we still make it. We still make all the expansions. We still make yeah. all the, the accessories. But I, I, I kind of compared it in my head to what I hoped would be, you know, what, what I hope is a good TV show. You know, there are those TV shows that go on too long. And then there's yeah. those shows that end right at the right time. And you miss them, but you miss them in a good way. And so yes. I wanted that to be the case with Scythe. But I found that a lot of people either kept requesting more side stuff or they requested something else in the world. And I kind of got to the heart of that over time because people would ask this and I'd be like, you know, we're not making more side stuff. Would you want more stuff in this world? And enough people said yes, that eventually I was like, you know, I miss this world. I want to, I want to return to it. I want to do something in this world that makes sense thematically. That is a sequel to the original game, but is very much its own game yeah. with whatever the next step up is in this world is. Yeah. Cause it's always been, very evocative as a game and i yeah. think it also it, it very strongly kind of stamped its identity in the board game world i think if anyone else tried the kind of the, as soon as somebody kind of brought in kind of anything to do with kind of mechs and kind of like that kind of war kind of period kind of thing folk were instantly going it's a bit scythe kind of thing uh -huh. and i uh -huh. always found i always found and i've not spoken about this to you personally but i'm going to wag my finger and say okay. that Scythe was never a war game, Mister Stegman. You're right. It was never. You it are was right. Always, it was always. A, it was always a resource management. Now I've never been catfished yeah. in my life, <laughs> Mister <laughs> Stegman. You know, the box is a little deceptive inside. <laughs> I think we were a little bit more careful with this with Expedition. So there's yes. no. You can see the box here. There's no. Yes. There are things happening on the box. There are people yes. walking forward. There are some yeah. mechs. There's some some meteorites. Um, but there's no combat. And I, inside, there are very few illustrations of combat inside, but one of them just happens to be on the box, <laughs> even though it isn't a combat. Game. Yeah. So of all the illustrations we should have picked for the box, that probably wasn't the best one to choose for. Yeah, it. but then I don't think you would have had, I think people have, it's kind of like, I've seen people defending it, going, Sai, it's not mm -hmm. a combat game, and somebody reaching over and just, listen, <laughs> mum. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> size a damn good resource management game with multiple tracks on how to win what are you talking about just because you haven't gathered up the popularity track enough you know and triggered the end conditions you need to be quiet um but how difficult was it to go down the route then of deciding which route you were going to take with like expeditions how many different versions and how many notepads have you got with the different versions of expeditions on there when you were like going this sounds like a good idea but what am I going to do with it? How am I going to, yeah. which, which way am I going to design it? You know, it took, it, it was one of the hardest games that I've ever had to design, which I thought was unexpected. Like when I decided, when I decided to design it, mm -hmm. I talked to Jakob about it yeah. and Jakob was excited. This was early 2020. He was excited. He told me what the story was. He told me what the theme is, what he wanted it to be. I was on board for that. This idea of going on an expedition to, to Siberia to investigate some mysterious stuff that was happening. That was very clear. And so I thought, okay, I'll, I've got this. Like I know side, I know this world. Mm. Uh, give me a few months and I'll have yeah. this ready. Yeah. And probably almost a dozen version of the game, uh, versions of the game later where I completely re redesigned it from scratch because I just could not get it. I, I couldn't, 
I just had a lot of stumbling blocks. I think sometimes I got a lot, I latched onto a mechanism that just wasn't right for the game, or yeah. I was trying to make it too similar to Scythe or too different from Scythe. And it was hard. It was much harder than I expected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess you would have had, at the end of the day, you would have had this thing at the back that these people are potentially expecting more Scythe. And if I give them kind of yeah. something completely different, I'll give you an example. Yeah. Um, Gloomhaven. And mm-hmm. then the city city building game that Isaac did, um, yeah, the founders of Gloomhaven, yeah. founders of Gloomhaven, which everyone went Gloomhaven, Gloomhaven, and then founders of Gloomhaven came out and went no, 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 yeah, I don't want that, you know, I want yeah. this, and and I think yeah. I, I think everyone was surprised. It was one of these things where it just goes to show you couldn't take a successful theme from an IP and put it on a different game and have people go, yeah. yay. That was amazing. So eventually, the next thing was like, uh, it's like, <laughs> and Isaac's going to kill me if he sees me. It's okay because I know Ross, the crowdfunding manager. Uh. Him. So between the two of them, I think I might be able to take Isaac on, but I'd probably Ross would pummel me into the <laughs> ground. But I think it was like, um, Founders was like, they're kind of like almost like their Caravan of Courage Ewok movie in their Star Wars uh-huh. universe. It's kind of, yeah. you know, it exists. And some people really, really like it and they're nostalgic from it, but it, we don't usually kind of yeah. talk about it. But on, in terms right. of in terms of expeditions, you cover a lot of, and you do a series like on mechanics, mm-hmm. which is this is my favorite mechanic. And if you haven't seen it or seen it, I'm, I'm advising you go and go and watch it because it's really or pay attention to it. It's really really interesting. But at that same time, where you kind of saying right, I like this mechanic, I'd like mm-hmm. to int- include that. And is, was that the kind of where the struggle was, was deciding which mechanic to kind of bring into it? Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that was where, yeah, I, I wanted to capture, like I made a list at the beginning. I made a list of what are my favorite things about Scythe. And one of the mm-hmm. favorite things that people often say are their favorite things about Scythe. And I had a choice where I could take those exact mechanisms. I could have taken like one of those mechanisms exactly and brought it over and then changed some things around it. Yeah. Um, but what I... And it was and it ended up being helpful in the design because it seemed like the design often took me other places, and whenever I, I would often then go back and kind of remind myself, oh, these are the favorite elements, these are the the big hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can I make new mechanisms in this new game feel like those things in this original game? Uh, that that was the challenge, but it was ultimately I think helpful for for creating the end, end result. Yeah. Did you feel pressure to make a smaller game? Was a part? I mean, was there a part of you at some point you're like, this, this is this is box is going to be as big as size? And did you put constraints on the design to say actually, it's still going to be a big box, but we need to hit this yeah. so it's not because uh, size is a meaty box, and once you get all the expansions in there, it's a meaty box. In fact, it's such a meaty box that you. Kind of sell a, big, you sell a bigger big, box, a bigger yeah. meaty box. To put yeah. it, it's like a pie box because you open yeah. the lid and it's just lots of meat. Not really. <laughs> but were you under? Did you did you kind of rein yourself in and say, "I'm not gonna. I'm trying not to pack this as full of stuff that we have kind of like inside." Not really. No. I mean, <laughs> I I I just wanted to make the best game possible. I I did want to make it. Uh, I say maybe affordable isn't the right word, but I wanted to offer value for the price that we charge. I always want to do that. Yeah. Um, 
And in the end, like I, I wanted it to be a square box for, so it's not, you can see it right here on camera. It's not a square box. Yeah. I wanted it to be a square box, but I also wanted really big mechs in it uh, for mechanical <laughs> reason. And just because big mechs are awesome. And Jakob was excited about that too. So big, the, they didn't, they didn't fit in the, in the square box. So we late in the process, we had to make the box um, rectangular so they would actually fit. Um, and the reason for card driven, obviously you've, one of the recent games that you've done is Red Rising, which was pretty much a card game. Um, so was that where you kind of, when you were developing Red Rising, were you kind of looking at, was Expeditions kind of running alongside that to see kind of what was working with kind of Red Rising and what you could have brought in slightly differently? Uh, I don't know if Red Rising directly had an impact on it. Um, but I do recall, I think back in 2020, maybe even a little bit earlier when I was starting to think about the idea, I think I put a poll up on the side Facebook group where I said uh, something to the effect of like, what, what would you, what, what do you, what would you most want me to make? If I were to revisit the 1920 plus world, what would you want me to make? And I think some of the, the options that I gave were like a, um, a cut, a, a, a dice version of scythe. Yeah. a uh, a two-player version of Scythe or a two-player game set in the 1920-plus world. And I said a deck-building version of Scythe in the 1920-plus world. Yeah. And that version was the top pick by far. People, yeah. that that was what people were excited about. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll, I've never designed a deck-building game. I'll give this a shot. I'll design a deck-building game. And then I found out that designing a deck-building game is much harder than it looks. <laughs> and I just, so I ended up going with kind of the Concordia-style deck-building where you're not really shuffling the deck. There's no randomization. But yeah. Uh, it, you know, just hand more hand management. But yeah, I I tried with deck building. I could, I could not get it to work. It's just it's it's one of these. It's like um, it makes me appreciate all the deck builders that are kind of out there. And oh, yeah. then because I I mean you've got kind of like like Ashes Reborn mm -hmm. is one of my Ashes Rise of the Phoenix Bone is one of my favorite games. Ashes Reborn obviously jiggled around with that formula and kind of in in my in my opinion kind of improved it. Yeah. And there's kind of like, here's, you've got your pre-made decks of like anywhere between 25 to 40 cards. And then people say, oh, you can make your own decks. And I'm just like, there's no danger. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm to try to make my own cards. But um, I don't know if you've been playing Marvel Snap at all. I, I did. Yeah, I, I got addicted to it for like three hours and then I, I made myself yeah. stop. Yeah. Um, it seems to be doing, in terms of deck building, it goes to show yeah. that... Um, the meta and deck building kind of finds us, it can find itself because I'm starting to see kind of like, I can see when somebody's playing a certain couple, because I do play it too much, but I can see within a couple of cards kind of which deck that particular person's kind of going mm. for. So it's kind of interesting. So I completely, when somebody says I'm building a deck building game, I'm like, well, you better get the coffee in and you better get the notepads <laughs> and pencils in because you're going to be doing a lot of writing and a lot of rubbing out at the same time. Um, give me the, yeah. okay. For somebody that's hearing about expeditions for the first time, which means, which means that they've never oh. heard of you, and they've never paid attention to anything that you're doing just now, and they're finding out stuff through this podcast, which is very very rare. But what's the kind <laughs> well, great of great too? Welcome if you were. Uh, yeah, hello. That's you. I yeah. mean, this has been. Yeah. I mean, I was actually going to say this is like our. This is us. Well, the thirteenth, and it's the fifteenth today. But the thirteenth was the first. The first, the 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 thirteenth of February, two thousand and sixteen. That was the day that we released the first podcast episode ever. 
That's incredible. If I'd done shoplifting, I would have been out in five. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) But as far as um, expeditions go, do you want to give us kind of the rundown of what kind of game it is and what people can expect when they play it? Yeah, Um, I'd be happy to. So expeditions... Uh, is a standalone sequel to a game called Scythe that you really don't need to know anything about if you don't know anything about Scythe. That's okay. Um, In Expeditions, a meteorite has crashed in northern Siberia in an alternate history, and there's an expedition that goes to check it out, and they don't return. And another expedition goes and checks it out, and they don't return. And so at this point, the, the main characters of the game, you represent one of those characters, and your animal companion, you decide to go check it out yourself. And to protect yourself, you bring a mech. You, mm. you are you are transported and controlling a mech. And so you head out to this this uncharted land. And uh, you the, th- the core things that you're doing in the game are moving around a tile-based map um, onto tiles that are revealed as you move. Mm. And you're, you're gathering resources from those tiles. And you're also gathering cards that are located in between some of the tiles. So you show up at a location and you, and you find an item there or a meteorite or you find a quest that you pick up. And, and those, there are different things that you do with those cards. I mentioned Concordia earlier. It's a game where you are gathering these cards together. And oftentimes, you are playing a card on your hand. Yeah. And that card can be returned to your hand later on when you decide you're ready to return all cards to your hand. And you're also So you're all, along the way, you are kind of building up your engine. You're, you're improving your mech. Um, you're adding more workers. You're adding more cards. And ultimately, you're trying to achieve glory and gain the most wealth throughout this, uh, throughout this adventure. Are, are you excited? Are you excited about doing the marketing for this? Because the marketing, one of, yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. you're one of the few. Now you can understand. I spoke to like about four hundred and fifty people. My word, these poor uh-huh. people. And I would say a good four hundred and forty-three of them, <laughs> when you come to talk on the subject of kind of getting involved in marketing and marketing your own game, they come up with the same thing, which is look, design, give me games, I can design them all day. Mm. marketing apart from frank west and his invisible cats <laughs> marketing they're like i can't i can't do this but you you're one of these people you seem to revel in the marketing side of things you seem to really enjoy kind of you know you release your regular newsletters you have your items like your articles on your blog which are bet- they're kind of joyously a mixture between kind of game design and some very very kind of personal things like you know your yeah. kind of your adoption and losing you know, losing uh-huh. your father recently i was just like that's kind of like there's a very human side to that yeah but are you looking forward are you kind of like yeah because i'm does it excite you as much to kind of get it the word out there and have people speaking to it as it does kind of designing the game at the same time yeah i mean whether i'm the designer of a game i am in this case but not always for the games that we publish i get really excited about I don't even I, I don't really think about it about market as marketing as much as I do as about revealing information, mm-hmm. like just sharing the information about the game. And I get really excited about that because we put a lot of work into our games. We don't publish many games every year. Yeah. One, maybe two, sometimes maybe maybe three. I don't think we've, maybe we've gotten close to three in a year. Yeah. But I I like to share the art, the mechanisms, all the you know, the rule book. I've been making videos about expeditions, sharing like the content that, that we have in the game and what the game's all about. And uh and I am very fortunate that I'm not just throwing it out there in the void, that people are responding to this content, and I love talking about it. So, I, yeah, I very much look forward to it. Is it nice to be in the situation where 
there's that genuine level of excitement because you're kind of like it is must be almost like not in, well it must be almost like here's the next kind of marvel film or here's the next kind of thing i'm not obviously i know that sounds awful yeah. it's like okay let's cuddle jamie stegmaier but at the same <laughs> time you've kind of got the audience there all already and people are kind of wondering yeah. kind of what you're doing next so you're kind of building on that so is it nice to kind of go back and see kind of familiar names and familiar faces kind of like in the facebook groups and in the blogs and in the lives that you do and seeing oh this is kind of cool you know i'm not having to get kind of start from the very very beginning i've got like a kind of a border level kind of there that is nice yeah i think that this is the first time that i've had that happen with a game where i wasn't uh i most of the time when i release a new game i am sharing it with our audience but that audience comes from many different places like they might yeah. be wingspan fans they might be side yeah. fans and i'm i have to I'm not trying to sell them really, but I'm saying, you know, here's our new game and here's how it's a little bit like Wingspan or here's the thing yeah. that's similar to Scythe. But in this case, I already know that there are a lot of people out there that like Scythe. It's, yeah. uh, again, I'm not trying to convince them, but it's nice to know that they're already there yeah. and I have a thing that they might also like because it's in the same world. Yeah, yeah. And you don't seem to be afraid of being a sales guy as well, if you know what I mean. Again, is there a lot of people that are kind of like, I see them talk about the product, but you kinda, mm -hmm. you've kind of got this kind of, I'm quite happy just to go out there and say, right, have a look at this, take a look yeah. at this, check out this video, can I do that? And is that just, is this something that you find quite comfortable and kind of natural? Is it just like, why aren't other people doing this? Are you just finding it quite easy to kind of do that as part of your kind of general personality? Uh, I think to a certain extent, yeah. I, I still, I, I think it helps that I'm not, I'm genuinely not trying to sell anyone on it, which helps. I think, I mean, maybe that's what some mm. of the better salesmen do. They're not trying to convince you to buy it. I'm just trying to let you know what, what it is and that I'm excited mm. about it. And then you can make a choice about it. In fact, even for this, for this game, Expeditions, we're accepting pre-orders for it now, which is a little bit earlier than we usually do. And there aren't any reviews out about it yet. That's why we usually wait until the game is, mm -hmm. uh, why, until production is complete. Production has just begun on the game now. And so usually then I can just share reviews. I can say, okay, here's what other yeah. people think about it. Yeah. Um, and so right now I can really only share what I think about it. So I, I do look forward to, and so I've been telling people, you know, if you want to wait, wait, wait until other, wait till you have unbiased third party reviews and, and get their opinions. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that must be weird to just have going, I mean, I take it the, the, uh, the pre-orders are going quite well. Uh, they, they have gone quite well. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say they're on like the, on the, the, the big Kickstarter uh, level mm. of pre-orders. This is no Frosthaven by any means. But um, <laughs> but yeah, for, for, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're going well. Yeah, I, I thousands of pre-orders of, of people who are curious to buy it based on fairly little, little information so far, which is neat that, to see. That must be pretty cool. Yeah, that must, yeah. Be, pretty, that must be pretty cool. Trust um, always feels good, yeah. <laughs> Um, if you want to, if you want to get hold of pre-order, you go to stonemeyergames.com forward slash games forward slash expeditions and you can find, you can find it kind of there, which is, which is, and, and, and you can read, you can, there's a couple of videos on here. There's a breakdown. You can kind of look at the rule. You can look at the rule book as well, which I'm always kind of interested yeah. in because I see, and you've got the comments, the comment section, and I'm always interested in the comment section because you you seem to answer as many comments as possible you're not one of these people you kind of like shake the comment can and then 
<laughs> you actually kind of go in and actively done that have you had yeah. have you been able to use that as a kind of a, a kind of a feedback gathering exercise as well as mm-hmm. like some interesting points being raised in the comments about what people feel about the rules and stuff like that yeah absolutely yeah i mean there usually we don't we don't i don't release this level of information about a game until we've already made it and so in yeah. this case it uh i revealed it at a time when the rule book like we're in production, but the rule book itself isn't printed until a little bit later in production. It's one of the easier things to print. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we still have time to make changes. And I'm really glad we did because there were some great comments about mostly about clarity in the rule yeah. book. There were also the odd people saying like, "Oh, couldn't you just make it a a, comp- a cooperative game instead of a competitive game?" And I'm like, "No, like we're in, we're in production now. We're not going to completely <laughs> change the game at this point. Um, you're maybe a little bit too used to Kickstarter at this point." <laughs> Yeah, you'd be amazed. You'd be amazed. Yeah, but then again, you're absolutely right because there are people that will look at Kickstarter comments and have made a comment in Kickstarter only to have the designer developer kind of go, "Yeah, we could include that. We'd have to do a stretch goal, but we could include that." And I've actually seen kind of people go, "Have you thought about doing this instead?" And it's like, "Damn, that's a that's a really yeah. good eye-opening kind of kind of idea." Um, I'm conscious of time. <laughs> Conscious, you've got an a, 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 a hungry cat, and we don't want to turn him into a hangry cat. Um, he's he's off camera now, just just glaring at me. Paddington yeah. Bear stare. What's the cat's yeah. name? That's Biddy. That's Biddy. He's my sixteen-year-old cat. Wow. He's he knows that I I will listen to his uh, his demands. And if not, if not, there'll be threats in the night, <laughs> and something interesting yeah. in the cereal box the next kind of month. Um. <laughs> If people want to keep an eye on what you're up to on the internet webs, where can they find you on the internet webs? I had the, the main hub for things is uh, stonemeyergames.com. That's where you can find all the little, you know, the, the blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, the YouTube channel is the place to go if you want to see, like, some of the videos that I'm making for expeditions or videos about other games. I mostly talk about other games on the YouTube channel. And... Um, Instagram is probably the, well, Facebook and Instagram, I'm active on them in different ways. Yeah. Facebook has our game specific groups yes. and Instagram is another place where I just like to talk about a variety of games. Are you on Instagram? I don't, I think, I, I, think, I think, I think I follow you on Instagram. Yeah. Let me make sure that I follow you. I'm, I'm guessing I do. Is it We're Not Wizards on? It is, yeah. Yeah. James I do follow frantic- you. Okay, good. He's frantically checking Instagram. It's almost yeah, like yeah. he's panicking. It's like, I'm not, <laughs> Nothing's good. I'm not going to get the Instagram police to record for you. Go, go, go. Uh, Mr. Stegmaier, I know you're not following me. We're not wizards on Instagram. I wish I could do that with some people, though. <laughs> Just get the door. Aren't you following me? Notice me. Um, as normal. You have a nice photo do. of toast here that looks really good. You make a good toast. I do. This is from eight weeks ago. You probably won't remember this toast. but It was you know, probably nice amazing. Photo. I mean, I, yeah. I've expanded my toast recipe. I am now doing... Um, yeah. Nutella chocolate spread with a crushed banana on top. Um Ooh. yeah. That sounds delicious. It is amazing. It's just the perfect, the perfect fact. Um as I say, we'll put all the notes, the links in the notes so we've in the show notes so we've got notes to show. And then I'll learn to talk properly. If you want to keep an eye on what we're <laughs> up to, just search for We Are Not Wizards. You'll find us in all the different kind of different wonderful, fantastic places. We are on Instagram, so follow us if you are. But we're also got our uh, podcast we're not wizards.com we've got our blog which is we're not wizards.co.uk and we're not wizards 
www.tabletop.com as well. You can find us there too. If you like what you listen to, please subscribe. If you like us very, very much, drop us a rating or a review on your podcast catcher of choice. Remember, if you get the choice, don't give us 10 stars because it makes us just a little bit big-headed, but don't give us one star because it makes us cry. Give us something in the middle, like a five, because it's average. And we're just a little bit average. But the person who's not been average is the rather wonderful, the rather fantastic, the non-dancing, non-singing mm-hmm. game marvel that is Mr. <laughs> Jamie Stegmeyer. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. You're very, very welcome indeed. And if you're lucky, if you're kind, if you're polite, he might just take you on a, one of his little expeditions. But until the next time, bye. Bye. Wizard is never linked. Is he early? He arrives precisely when he means to.